welcome to episode 9 of Human Seeking Human. This is a podcast where I read personal ads in old newspapers to look at the ways people searched for love. I hope you all had a great week. Thank you to everyone who hung out with me on Thanksgiving Day on my Twitch stream. I had a blast. It was definitely the highlight of my week. Uh, past couple days since then have been a little bit rough. Uh, it's it's uh first holiday in a while I've spent alone, um, but you know what? Can't complain. Things could be much worse. My mental health has been a little bit spotty, I guess is a good way to put it, the past few days. Uh, I think it was one of those things where the stream went so well, everything was so great, that the next day, reality hit. <laughs> Back to the reality of living alone during the holidays. But that's okay. I'm I'm starting to feel better today. Uh, being productive, actually recording an episode. Um, also trying to take care of myself a little bit more today. Um, I even cleaned my toilet. Not that it was that bad. I just, it was one of those things where, you know, got to do something productive today. Um, and that's weirdly my favorite chore is cleaning the bathroom. Maybe if I had a personal ad, I'd include that. We'll clean your toilet. That was, that is not a euphemism. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I just mean that because it's a chore that I like doing that I think other people hate doing. <laughs> Mainly saying, hey, I've got at least something to offer. What is happening? Okay, off to, off to a weird start. Anyway, why, why don't I read some things for you? Uh, first things first, I am not going to start off with an ad. Instead, I'm going to read part of an article about at these ads. Uh, this is an article from the Boston Globe, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, from March 28th, 1994, uh, written by Ellen O'Brien, titled Checkmate, Do's and Don'ts of Personal Ads. It was really fun to read uh, because it's dated. You know, it's very 90s, some of the references in there. And uh, yeah, it, it gave a little bit of insight of into what it was like to live during a time where these personal ads were becoming really popular. First, I want to point out something that I was surprised by, but it makes sense once I think about it. Uh, it mentions ghostwriters for personal ads. Apparently, that's a thing. Or that was, I should say that was a thing. Uh, apparently there were ghostwriters where you could hire people to write ads for you so that you would be more appealing to people uh, looking for somebody. And another thing it mentions is a consulting company that specifically consults for personal ads. It was a company in Boston that uh, they had consultants who would help you write these ads. So not only are there ghostwriters who will write them for you, there are actual consultants who will work with you on these ads and help you get people to call you. And here's uh, Susan Fox is one of those counselors that is mentioned. And here's what um, Susan had to say. We like to say it's like finding a parking space. You're going to find one. It's just going to take what seems like forever. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's a little sad uh, comparing finding a, a relationship to a parking, finding a parking space, but it weirdly makes sense. It weirdly makes sense. It's going to happen. Uh, it just might take longer than you expect. Uh, that's That was my experience. It just kind of happened. I stumbled on a relationship. That, that sounds bad. You know, I'm not making light of the relationship, but that is how it felt. The moment I stopped looking, it just appeared. You know, I was about to give up. That sounds dramatic. I But I reached a point where I thought, you know, hey, what's the point in really trying and worrying about this? Let's just let things happen. And then it happened. 
So apparently also these clients will pay $70 per hour uh, for the services of this company. It's called Getting Personal was the name of the company. Um, <laughs> I love this. Uh, honestly, I would pay that. Dang, I, I would probably need it. Uh, listen to what I have to say. I just said that I would put, we'll clean your toilet in my personal ad. I think any reasonable consultant will tell me that is a terrible idea. So maybe I should be uh, putting up 70 bucks an hour for this kind of help. Uh, here's here's another part that I thought was fun. Uh, it's a quote from um, Lisa, 38-year-old Boston woman who is a divorced white female looking for a single divorced or widowed male. Lisa said, Last year, it seemed like everybody was using Jerry Seinfeld in personal ads. And then it goes on to uh, describe why that's a problem. It says, Obviously, Seinfeld's show is a big hit with singles, and when male singles sit down to write personal ads... They often describe themselves as Jerry's looking for Elaine's. They stoutly allege that they don't have an ounce of George in them. George is the show's loser. For the purposes of meeting that perfect female through a personal ad, Seinfeld comparisons can be risky. Does it mean that the author of the ad has an offbeat sense of humor and a great apartment? What about the possible drawbacks? Does he repeat pillow talk to his pals a la Seinfeld? What about the obvious? Not one character in that show has had an enduring relationship. Unfortunately for Lisa, dates that have resulted from answering personal ads have played out like a Seinfeld script. One guy, who advertised himself as an academic, ended their first date by asking Lisa back to his lab to see his fruit flies. Somewhere, there is a woman fascinated by fruit flies, but it isn't Lisa. <laughs> uh, this is what I meant when I said it's it, it's dated. You don't see that too often on dating apps nowadays, uh, Jerry looking for Elaine. You will see... Uh, Jim looking for Pam, Pam looking for Jim, uh, a lot of office references and, um, quick sidebar, Jim and Pam, they're one of my least favorite relationships, uh, on TV. Uh, after watching the office eight times now, I just finished it again. Uh, I'm, I know some people might take offense to this, but I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't with them. I can't with them. I think the best TV couple is, uh, Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec. I'm not a fan of Jim and Pam. Just putting that out there. Anyway, back to fruit flies. Um, that is why I get really excited when people are very specific about their interests. If that person had just put in their ad that they are looking for fruit flies. Nope, that's not what I meant to say. If that person... Maybe they are looking for fruit flies. Uh, if that person had put in their ad that uh, they want to find someone who shares their interest in fruit flies then this could have been avoided just just put it all out there put all put all your fruit fly wants out there please don't be shy don't be shy don't be afraid of who you are now i'm going to read some pointers that were included uh it says local matchmakers provided some tips on how to succeed with personal ads use a famous lookalike only if it is an honest description Otherwise, it builds false expectations. Forget rhymes or metaphors. One guy likened himself to a St. Bernard, and another to a Chevy Caprice. Experts say it's too risky. Get a support system. Find people who want to listen to your personal adventures. I liked all of these. There are some other ones that were pretty self-explanatory, but I like these three because I think they're... The first two were kind of funny. 
Uh, we do see a lot of people who <laughs> liken themselves to cars or inanimate objects. So I like that that was one of their big tips. Hey, don't do this. Stop it. Um, although I will say that uh, it it do- it is a way to get your interests out there. I, I think that it's a fun way to say, hey, I'm into cars, for example. And then also the lookalike one. <laughs> oh my gosh, could you imagine if someone describes themselves as a... a looking like a famous person you meet them i mean the expectations are way too high there way too high especially when there are no photos involved here so expectations are too high just don't please don't um not that it's really relevant anymore uh, especially with uh dating apps and instagram etc but gosh <laughs> i couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine how, describing myself as looking like someone famous and then showing up and not looking anything like them oh god um (laughs) be honest everyone just be honest let's sum it up that way uh but that final one get a support system um find people who want to listen i i love that i love that i i think that it's important to feel comfortable talking um talking about your adventures uh in dating uh that's something that i struggled with quite a bit um i hid the fact that I was even going on dates from everyone in my life when I first started really dating. I think part of it was because I was using dating apps. And like I've said in a previous episode, I felt uh, some shame there when I shouldn't have. But now I do recognize the importance of being open with people because I've actually learned quite a bit about dating from uh, friends, family, etc. And uh, there's only so much that you can learn by yourself. So uh, I encourage you all to be open. And hey, if you don't have anyone in your life uh, to be open with about it, send send this podcast an email. A lot of you have been doing that, and I appreciate it so much. So uh, open up to me if you want, if you if you feel comfortable doing it. Um, you know, it's not going anywhere other than to me. I'm not sharing it with anyone um, except maybe on the show anonymously. But uh, yeah, hey, I'm here for you. And now one last thing I want to mention about this um, <laughs> this this article. The only other thing that made it better was literally right next to it was an ad for D2, The Mighty Ducks, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just really, it's just really funny. It, it's not even anything that special. I just thought it was really cool that <laughs> one of my favorite movies was sitting next to this ad. Um, so yeah, uh, you know what? I've I have been avoiding the social media because. Um, when my mental health isn't at its best, I tend to avoid most social media. So I haven't posted anything on uh, the human seeking human, um, page in a couple weeks. So you know what? I'm going to post this D2 Mighty Ducks at because why not? It's, it's exactly what it sounds like, but I just think it's fun because I love the movie. So, uh, yeah, going to post that. So I have some content without having to think too much about it. All right, let's move on. I've got a couple fun things for us here. Uh, these are some misconnections from the Missoula Independent, of course. Uh, this is from June 1st, 2000. This first one is titled Cazador Waitress. Uh, El Cazador is a restaurant in Missoula uh, that's been around since 1995. Cazador Waitress with a deadpan delivery. I was the one with twigs in my hair, sitting with the three barbarians who couldn't get enough chips and salsa but you look mas sabrosa than anything on the menu, except maybe fried ice cream. Don't make me choose. I'll take a double portion. 
<laughs> Do you think this worked? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, masabrosa means uh, tastier. Uh, so you look tastier than anything on the menu. Uh, forward, bold, you know, we, we get this a lot. Um, oh, and by the way, I looked that up. I don't know any Spanish. I need to learn some. Um, I guess this is an educational podcast now. You're welcome. But I do like that they said it a little tongue-in-cheek with the fried ice cream comment. But yeah, um, do you think this worked, y'all? I, I don't know. Um, I, I like that they said the th- with the three barbarians, and meanwhile, they're calling this person tasty when they don't actually know them. Uh, it's a little much. It's a little much. But you know what? Hey, more than likely, the person on the receiving end never actually saw this. All right, we've got another one. Hey, delivery man. See you at Dale's every Thursday morning. Would you like to go out? I'm the one who honks at you. Please give me a chance. We will have fun. (laughs) I'm picturing this delivery person just getting so frustrated because every single time someone honks at them and every time they're like, what? Like, what am I doing wrong? Why why are you bothering me? What is happening? (laughs) At least that's my, that would be my reaction. My reaction would never be, oh, this person's honking at me because they're attracted to me. Never would that ever cross my mind. I would always go to, hey, I'm doing something wrong. There is something wrong with me. There's something with how, wrong with how I'm acting. <laughs> oh, let's, let's do the next one because uh, it's a, somewhat relevant to that last one. UPS hottie at Flamingo's. April 27th, 2000 at Flamingo Tan. We looked at each other a couple of times. Wanted to know if you would like to go out. I like the smell of you. Uh, I, I'm, these were actually right next to each other. Uh, so I'm wondering if these people were <laughs> looking at the same, uh, delivery person and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this person's just that attractive where they get multiple ads in the paper about them. Now that is a dream. That would be the dream. Um, hopefully that can be true of me one day. Not that personal ads really exist anymore. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe, who knows, maybe there are a couple misconnections on Craigslist out there about me that I just never saw. I'm going to pretend there are. That'll make me feel real good. It's time for me to read an honest ad. This is where I read an ad sent in by you lovely listeners, where you talk about what you're going through, what you're feeling, whatever you want, really. So let's see what we've got today. Pregnant Woman Seeking Sanity Hello, I am almost 31 weeks pregnant, and I don't know how I'm going to make it through 9 more weeks of this. My husband and I are thrilled to be expecting our first child, but pregnancy is not what I thought it was going to be. I am tired, I don't recognize my body, I don't feel like myself, I often lose sight of who I am. I always thought pregnancy would be full of joy and happiness and love. Don't get me wrong, I feel those emotions often, and I realize the privilege I hold in being able to carry a child, as I know many people cannot. However, I never expected to be filled with random bouts of depression, anxiety, worry, fear, and pain. I do want to say I am seeking help during this time, and my husband is so supportive. I guess I'm writing this because I feel society does not talk about this darker side of pregnancy, and I feel I can't be the only one going through these emotions. If you are like me, 
have felt this way or one day experienced this side of pregnancy, know you are not alone. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is something normally I would not be able to share. You know, that's not something that I will ever experience. I'll never go through that. So I'm grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. We're a little more than eight weeks after this was sent in, so I am sending you so much love and support. I hope that everything goes so smoothly and so well for you. Uh, And I hope that these past eight weeks have gone as well as they could. I'm so sorry for the the struggle that you've been going through with this. Uh, Like I said, I can't even imagine uh, what that's like. But I'm very proud of you for seeking help and allowing your husband to support you and be there for you. And again, thank you for allowing me to share this on my platform. And to anyone else who is going through this or has gone through this or will go through this, um, you will also have my love and support and uh, as well as this anonymous listener support who sent in their story. So thank you for sharing and all the best to you and your family. Ooh, that was a good episode. I feel very good. Um, like I said, been a rough couple days, but I appreciate you all so, so much. Um, all the love that I've gotten in emails and on uh, social media. Uh, I've actually haven't been responding to as much as I would like, uh, but only because it's been, uh, like I said, a rough couple days, a uh, rough week. So don't worry, I will read everything and we'll try to get back to uh, everyone who sends in their love and support. Uh, because I appreciate it so much. So don't think I'm ignoring you. Uh, just taking a little bit longer than I'd like to respond. Um, but hey, y'all are too lovely. You're just sending me so much love. I I, I can't keep up. <laughs> but seriously, thank you all so much. Uh, I am very much looking forward to next week. Uh, this was actually, along with my stream, the highlight of my week. I, I feel really good about this. So um, thank you for allowing me to have this platform. Uh, if you if you want to see a random ad for D2 Mighty Ducks, uh, follow uh, Human Seeking Pod at uh, on Instagram and Twitter at what I just said it at Human Seeking Pod. Uh, you can also follow me uh, my personal accounts um, at Zandy Schieffer. I am uh, streaming a little bit again. As of now, probably gonna do a couple times a week. Nothing nothing too major, but uh, still some fun times. Some fun times on there. Uh, we played some good Jackbox games and everything. So thank you again for all those people who supported me and were there for me uh, on what what was supposed to be a lonely day and turned out to be a day full of joy and love and some wonderful company. So thank you. Uh, and I look forward to talking to you all next week. Until then. <laughs>